0: Sometimes I feel
1: I've got you, run away, I've got you, get
0: away from the pain. And
1: we are live, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on the Two Gags Comedy Podcast, uh, using copyrighted music we don't have the right to use because Michael, that's me, could not figure out where to find the theme song. uh, Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's somewhere on my computer, but I got distracted by Tasty Beverage and by my two co-hosts, Kyle Burles. Say hi, Kyle. <laughs> That's great. And Mike Rieger. Hi, Mike Hello. Rieger. <laughs> You've had some dental work done. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's uh, really getting that dental prosthetic fitted this week has really changed my life. <laughs>
1: Excellent. So guys, today's theme is going to be the toys we love, um, and so we're going to talk about toys today, um, because that's a major part of being a nerd, is is toys, it's part of the culture. Um, if, of course, if your mileage varies, by all means, uh, log in here, say something in our comments, we'll be happy to uh, respond to you, but uh, otherwise, we're just going to jump right in and start blabbing. So uh, we practiced goofing around just before we came online. That may or may not improve our podcast. You be the judge. Ah, uh, it seems unlikely. <laughs> seems unlikely. So we're going to start with uh, what's the first toy that you remember like really loving? Like, what is the toy you got or bought that is like your perfect toy? I'm going to go with Kyle. Kyle is pointing to his green screen, which is in the background, which is the G.I. Joe toy case uh, graphic. Fully posable modern army figure. Uh, and, of course, Kyle's sitting right in front of it, so he's the fully posable anchorman figure, I think. I, I don't is think it... you can
0: see it on there, but the my, I actually got my code name on
1: the fake card. Screen called... Yeah, it can... says code name Ka- K-Y. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike yeah, okay, <laughs> There. On, there we it. go. And whoop, there you go. Codename Kyo Hazard. There it is. We can see it. Very nice. Technically, so, this yeah. is
0: the cobbled together graphic of my own copying the original. It's not the original package, but it's one I did for a commission
1: that I reused here. Oh, well done. <laughs> uh if there's one thing Kyle knows, it's mashups and it's tribute art to uh existing properties, and it's just great stuff. And, and the visual vintage. Oh, and the vintage, absolutely. For those of you listening at home, not using the visuals, uh, it looks awesome. And then, of course, our buddy Mike Rieger is here as well, and he's going to tell us about his current favorite toy. My current favorite toy is my always favorite toy, Lego. But Lego,
2: thing? you can do anything with Lego,
1: except take my- it apart.
2: Wait, no. <laughs> except,
1: except perform on command. Mike is showing us a Lego TARDIS, which mm-hmm. opens up, oh my gosh, I didn't know this. It opens up to reveal a little minifig of the doctor inside, yeah. the Peter Capaldi doctor. The best and, doctor. Uh, uh, oh, oh, and Kyle just started a flame war. Uh, the ninth see, doctor
2: is the best doctor, Kyle.
0: You're completely it. wrong. Wow.
1: Yeah. Okay. Capaldi's so the best gonna... doctor. Change my mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so we'll, uh, we're will we obviously going to have to have a Doctor Who episode at some point. Um, or maybe we'll uh, put you two in an arena and I'll wager 400 quatloos on one of you. I also have Lego light cycles from the movie Tron Legacy. Oh, very cool.
2: Uh, my favorite dumb movie ever.
1: Excellent. Mike has uh, even minifigs on the, the Tron light cycles, which is kind of awesome. Um, so we've got Tron and the TARDIS. Kyle, you're a big G.I. Joe fan. Uh, a yeah. little bit. Um, show us a couple of the toys that you have in your current space right now. Well, like
0: I said, I only grabbed a couple that I had here. I got, you know, Destro I think last time I checked was just over 500 figures plus vehicles. Wow. In my Joe collection. So, you know, wow. you know 25th anniversary and original
1: 80s versions. Very nice. Kyle is showing us his Destro action figures. Uh, and Serpentor. Of- and Serpentor. Right, Emperor.
0: Kyle, now, I have a question.
1: Have been
2: sporting half the battle, Kyle?
0: No. no that just comes <laughs> naturally.
1: <laughs> I have a question. Now, Kyle, with that many figures, can you really still love all of them, or is it just a collection now?
0: Only when I get cold enough.
1: Oh, dear. <laughs> No, no, I,
0: yeah, I've got several shelves, especially in my um, studio, full of figures that I never really get a chance to enjoy. But I have a separate shelf just beside my art table that has all my favorite and primary characters
1: and figures. Nice. So, so the toys have an emotional attraction to us, right? Like, a, Like in some way, shape or form, there's an emotional connection which is why we select the toys we do. At least that's, uh, that's what I'm going on. Uh, my favorite toy that I have currently is, I've got this as a present. It's a giant 12 inch figure of Lionel uh, in his original eighties costume. Mm-hmm. He's got like a sword, Ta-da! and then he's got the, the glove. Ta-da! Um, and if, I'm just going to show you his size. The
2: crotch, hello. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine.
1: trying not to show the crotch. I'm trying so hard, uh, but the muscle You moves, are failing. You are- yeah, I know, sorry. Here, oh here's my no. <laughs> um, no, it's such a great sculpt, and uh, one of the main <laughs> criteria I have for all action figures that I like is it has to look like the character. Um, so you can't you know, just have a generic figure and then just slap on some kind of face with a growling thing. Arr, that's, not, that's not a real figure for me. Mike, what are you doing?
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm making a lot of background noise to really improve the quality of the podcast.
1: Excellent. Yes. That's what we enjoy. Um, yeah, please, can you a little to- for balls of paper for your wife to bat
2: around. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> it's important to keep the household entertained. <laughs> no, I was looking in my uh, bag of toys here to see if I had the famous no neck Brooklyn from Gargoyles, which um, is my go to an example of a bad toy. Like you were discussing.
1: Oh, Yes. Yeah, because there's toys I remember that you we have love. A
2: terrible Broadway.
1: Oh, okay. Because he has no wings. Uh, they're removable. Scoliosis Broadway. Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> neck Broadway. And that's the thing, right? We have toys that we love, but conversely, we also have toys that we can't stand or toys that we hate. Um. For example, uh, this is all three of us who are Gargoyles fans, said the Cookies and Cream Brooklyn from the 90s. Um, Because for whatever reason, they put this texture on his skin. I I assume it was supposed to make him look like he was stone, like a stone statue. But it was so miscolored that it made him look like he'd been dipped in Cookies and Cream. uh, And it just did not look anything like the character. And for me, that's what will really kill something for me, is a character that does not look like it did in the show or the book or the whatever, um, and that has nothing to do with uh, the, the source material. I was talking earlier uh, with Mike and Kyle about um, laser hands Robin or whatever they called it then. It was a Robin from Batman and Robin in, a, in like a Tron suit with you know laser effects, which, Cool, sure, but it has nothing to do with Robin, the character. And so it just left me cold. I did not buy that toy for that reason. But
0: makes a good segue. Toys that don't really look like the actual things they are are
1: Funkos.
2: <gasps> uh, Michael loves Funkos.
1: <laughs> Michael does not. And I know that I'm probably going to get a lot of heat for this, but I'll tell you why I can't stand Funko Pops. Hello, Hannibal. Kyle's <laughs> holding up Hannibal to the screen. I don't like Funko Pops because they seem to me very, very commercial and taking advantage of fans that love a thing by creating an extremely generic base model and then letting you just put on little after effects to make it seem like your character. Uh, Mike is showing his Goliath gargoyles, um, which I actually also bought. I did buy the Goliath. I did buy a Goliath Funko Pop for the sole reason of letting Disney know that, yes, people would spend money on Gargoyles properties. So please make more Gargoyles Disney. But that doesn't change the fact that I don't like the concept of Funko Pops. I don't believe they're a a toy worthy of love or that they create any particular connection. They are... Fans being taken advantage of and being oversold to. That's my take on it. Do you guys have any dissenting opinions? No, because I agree. Because for the record, this Hannibal is yeah. the special
0: limited edition Comic-Con edition of Hannibal with the blood specs, which I had to pay 60-something dollars for at the time. Wow. It might be actually worth more now. But, yeah. you know, that was when it first came out. I found it at an expo, and but it was the only Hannibal funko I didn't have and I couldn't not have them all so all it, of them.
1: you definitely <laughs> definitely them. a bit okay, cynical I, but but definitely there's a collectible item uh or, or element there Kyle where you're I need to have the full set yep With, is that correct yeah absolutely and of course that is definitely part of the whole toy uh collectible community there are people that may not necessarily care about each individual iteration Um, but there's people that uh i have got to have the whole thing you know i've got to have the complete set. so let me see here uh we have ah what's the best place to find and or buy toys in your opinion you guys cons Kyle's basement well
0: that kyle's basement looks like you can't buy my toys I don't sell my toys, so it's not. It's a good place to find toys. It is not a good place to buy toys.
2: (laughs) I say buy, but I didn't really mean
1: buy. Oh, Kyle's going to totally shame.
2: Acquire.
1: (laughs) Mike is totally coming to your house. Have a shiv ready. (laughs) (laughs) Do I have that? I I find that, believe it or not, I'm walking on air. air. Uh that's greatest American hero. Thanks, Kyle. Uh, this is good good 70s reference there, early 80s. Oh, and Kyle's got the instruction manual for the super suit from that show, which is another toy and very collectible. But for me, I Amazon um reminds me of stuff that I've always wanted and never been able to get. Bit of show and tell here. Uh Kyle runs a Star Trek game uh for a bunch of us, and I had to have classic trek props for it. I just I really had to have it. So there we go. <laughs> and then, of course, the classic Trek communicator. There we go. Kyle has the Enterprise NX01, which is awesome from Eagle Moss. Um, and for me, having these props made the game and made Star Trek just a little bit more real. It helps the pretend, you know, when you can say, I actually have a phaser in my hand or, you know, I actually have a communicator. And for me, I think that's what the, the huge charm of toys is for me. It takes a little bit of reality and adds it to fantasy and helps you bring the fantasy more to life in your own head. I would say that's like a big, big draw for me, which is why I like things to look like they did in the show. Now, Kyle is showing us a PKE meter from Ghostbusters, which looks very film accurate, Kyle. Yes, it is the Maddie Collector
0: edition. Oh, okay. and was ridiculously expensive when I bought it, and now it is considerably more expensive on the secondary market. Nice. Ah, Excellent. And I took it right out of the box and devalued it almost instantly, like I do almost all of my toys.
1: Uh, okay, that that opens up a very interesting concept. Um, for the longest time, I wouldn't take my toys out of their box, because I was afraid of ruining them, not for the collector's market, but because I was afraid of them breaking or or getting dirty or whatever. And then I realized I wasn't really enjoying them. So I started taking my toys out of the box and and I've never looked back. It was so rewarding to not worry about, oh no, your toy might get damaged or your toy might get lost or whatever. It's very rare that that's actually going to happen. The point is, You want to play with your toys. At least that's the philosophy that uh, I always had. Mike, how about you?
2: Um, Mint in box.
1: uh, (laughs) Mike's Goliath figure is still mint mint in
2: box. I bought Uh, all the Gargoyles Funkos just to cast my vote to Disney. Like, please make more of these. And they're all still in the boxes. But that's because I live in a small apartment and I don't have room to take out my stuff and play with it.
1: There just isn't. So they're in essentially storage. And that is a reality uh, that we all face. Like space is finite. Your yeah. living space is even more finite. And if you live with other people, they may have opinions on how that space gets used. And so you can't just necessarily spread out. Uh, our friend Jason, and uh, sorry, Jason, I'm going to call you out here on, on the podcast. But there is a sign in his basement, which is his gaming dungeon, you guys. It's, it's really quite incredible to see. He has so many games down RPG there. RPG
0: gaming dungeon, not to be confused with other types of gaming dungeons.
1: Very important uh, uh, message there, Kyle. Thanks for saying that. But there's a sign, and it says, Thou shalt not take over the basement. And it's just a reminder that other people share that space and that it cannot become a complete and total, uh, you know, role-playing gaming uh, environment. Does the sign work? It a does not. i been
2: in Jason's basement. So. It, it does <laughs>
0: not. It does not. He also yeah, has I two know. children, so you can always blame it on the children.
1: That's right. I mean, As why else have does. children? <laughs> Spare kidneys. Uh, that's good yes donors very good kyle you you've got a lot of toys which one are you most proud of toy or collection yeah
0: collection uh, probably my gi joe collection just because it's fucking massive wait <laughs> can impro- i say fucking on
2: no
0: well
1: it's a little late to ask but thanks for asking kyle uh fucking yes hate. you can <laughs> Now, Kyle, uh, you're drinking out of a coffee cup that has Bellatrix Lestrange on it. Um, show it closer to the camera, would you? Here we go. Uh, he's showing us a red mug with uh, Bella, Bellatrix Lestrange's wanted poster from the movies on it, uh, which is Helena Bonham Carter at her fiercest. Absolutely lovely. And Kyle, you have a tattoo, I- do you not? I do, although you probably, maybe you can see it or not. Although, ooh, hey, the, the oh, screen Bellatrix. makes it
0: actually... Kind of sparkly. That's kind of
1: boss. Kyle has the dark mark on inside of his left arm. He's definitely a Slytherin through and through. Darn too. But I I just wanted to say coffee mugs are a type of collectible or a type of toy. Right. I have so many Harry Potter coffee mugs, uh, Ministry of Magic and whatnot. Uh, Mike, you have a Batman coffee mug. It's not necessarily Batman. It's Batman
2: per se, but it does have bat wings on it. Yes.
1: Yes, and it's because you love Batman that you chose that mug, yes? Uh, it was a gift. Oh, but okay. Because I love Batman. <laughs> oh, well, cool. So it's a collectible to you, even if it isn't like a licensed toy. Yeah. Nice. I also love nice. bats in general, so there's some crossover there. <laughs> oh, okay. What's your favorite toy, Mike? Oh, Pick which children to, uh, that I love best. Well, that's I, do that, I do enjoy. I do enjoy that you both had the same reaction. Like, pick your favorite. And you both went, oh.
2: Well, you did the same thing to both of us. Choose which child to kill yes. with the sword. Go. <laughs> that one. <laughs> My lovely assistant has
1: brought me the mug. Oh, oh, lovely. I love how it's just plain black, no logos, no indicia. Just has bat wings for handles. That's a great mug.
0: But is it microwave safe? Microwave and dishwasher safe?
2: Uh, should be dishwasher safe because there's no appliqué on it, but I don't put things in the microwave because I'm not an animal.
0: Cuz animals Uh-oh. use microwaves?
2: <laughs> what would I be microwaving? Tea or coffee? That's gross. And well, you're no, gross for saying
1: nope. it. That's not enough mug for a soup. So there's definitely some culinary opinions <laughs> that are flying back <laughs> right and forth here. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> waiting for you only... to get us back on track there. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh no, sometimes I like to just let you guys off leash. It's hilarious. <laughs> <Apparently>, <laughs> animals and savages use microwaves, ladies and gentlemen. Animals and savages.
0: We are not animals. We do not lap the water. We do not microwave the muffin. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Uh, A little bit of classic Island
1: of Dr. Moreau humor. And wow, really? Know. Really? You're quoting Isle of Doctor More- well, Moreau. Well, somewhat.
0: They didn't actually mention microwaves in Isle of Doctor Island of Doctor
1: Moreau. I wouldn't think so. Um, I'm going to call I up am Kyle. Like Kyle's got a, a screen share here. Um, this is Kyle's Harry Potter wand collection. Mostly mm-hmm.
0: just the Slytherin wands,
1: the evil wizard wands. Yeah. So there's a
0: separate wand collection somewhere else. Well, I have a couple yeah. other ones that aren't necessarily Slytherin, but.
1: I'm. I mostly the collect the ones. Is nine wands, and Kyle has them on the ceiling of his staircase. So as you go downstairs, you walk underneath all these wands. Uh, so let's let's have a look at your Ghostbusters display, Kyle. Can Hi. you bring that up?
0: Yeah, I was, I'm just trying to open this again, but nope, that's not it. Um, do this. Da, 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 da. Actually, just as connecting below that is you know the larger, you know, of Harry Potter collections, you know, more Bellatrix, more Bellatrix, more Bellatrix
1: movies. Yes. One case. Kyle actually is showing us, he's actually showing us the Bellatrix Lestrange death eater mask uh, that we got at universal studios. Like it is a gorgeously creepy piece of art. Same Um, place as the mug. Oh, same place as the mug. uh, And the majority of those wands. Nocturne alley. That's where we got it. Right. Correct very nice and Um, beside it you can kind of
0: see it this is more of the
1: the primary
0: ghostbuster stuff Mm -hmm. there's some in other places and you know you can kind of see the top corner up here with the top right hand left hand of the corner but you know the back of the ghost trap and the pka
1: meter Sunburn shape up man yeah (laughs) Yeah, Kyle is a glow in the dark, safe marshmallow man, uh, which is, looks pink in the daylight, but I'm sure it's because it glows as it's being lit up. There's yeah. four Also, things.
0: it's supposed to be when he starts burning from when the Ghostbusters initially shoot him with the proton packs.
1: Yes. SPF marshmallow man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and also, right at the top there, an original, yes. 90, uh, original 45 of you know, Ray Parker Jr.'s Ghostbusters theme. Ghostbusters theme. Well done. I like And, fine. and my original VHS cape.
1: Wow, wow. Kids, a VHS tape is <laughs> something that used to be like a DVD, only it was actually a cassette. Whoa, hey, Ask that parents. got
0: Everything's very warped on my screen. I'm not sure if it that's is. right. Boop. Oh, okay. yes, it is.
1: I shall just remove that for now. Um, Let me see, I have a collection I could be showing y'all. Uh Let me see here. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. Uh, I really like Robin from Batman and Robin. So I have uh, created a Robin space uh, in my uh, downstairs bathroom. So I had to take a panorama because it's a very small room, but I've painted the walls red. There's a yellow shelf uh, that contains a whole bunch of Robin action figures. And then adorning the walls are a whole bunch of art prints of Robin in various poses by different artists. And so when you're having alone time in the tiny closet sized bathroom that I have downstairs, Robin is staring at you and watching you do everything that you do. Holy <laughs> shit, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it sounded so much less creepy when I thought. No, about it. no it didn't. No, it, it <laughs> was so creepy. Uh, boop, there we go. Um, but yeah, but that was actually inspired by Mike because uh, no, I Don't was, bring me into that. Uh, too late too late here uh when I was Mike's roommate, he had a Batman bathroom, and it was a, just a tiny little pocket bathroom, you know, um but he had done the colors uh it Batman's uniform colors uh blue and gray, and then had just adorned Batman paraphernalia all over the place, even the soap dispenser uh, had the Batman logo on it. It was awesome, and I was so jealous, I was like, well, when I get my own place, I'm doing a robin bathroom, and I did. <laughs> And that's, that's nerdetry right there, ladies and gentlemen. Get inspired by somebody else and just go copy whole the, home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Copy the shit out of it. You know? <laughs> Although, is it copying if I did Robin instead? I think it's more complimenting to, and pairing. homage. It's an homage. Oh, <laughs> Joseph of Helka has logged in to say, alone time? And I'm yeah. like, well, but what else would you call Number three in the bathroom with Robin Yeah. Thing, I mean. <laughs> Please don't assign numbers to your functions. Please don't. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Let me see now. Um, We talked about toys that turned you off that you hated, but uh, we really only spoke about Cookies and Cream Brooklyn. Did you guys have anything else? that A a toy that came out and you were like, they've got to be kidding.
2: Um, Does My Little Pony count? It's a toy. Lisa collects My Little Ponies. But the first generation's ones... The head of the pony goes down, but the eye of the pony is still perfectly horizontal to the ground. So it's completely 90 degrees tilted to the side of the head, and I can't look at the little things. Because the- they stare they, at you with their they dead stare dead at eye. you with their, their malformed, strange <laughs> eyes.
1: Oh, uh, uh, there you go. Oops, sorry. Hey, oh, there we go. If it's uh, head
2: straight, what's its eye doing? That doesn't make any it, sense at all. It <laughs> follows you around the room. Oh, my goodness. Oh, talking about and judging the- you while you're doing number three. <laughs> Stop it!
0: <laughs> number three. But number three. One of the things
1: that freaked me out as a kid is those dolls whose eyes closed when you laid them back, <laughs> and then when you put them upright again, their eyes opened. I, I was not a fan. Fortunately, <laughs> those- Mama. <laughs> yeah, no.
0: no. no. And then Dr. Zayas no. finds it and doesn't actually believe that it was made by a human. My daughter plays with talking
1: human dolls. Wait, I've got enough traffic. That never happens. Uh, this was <laughs> such a refreshing change. Uh, <laughs> a, little, a little Planet of the Apes uh, reference from Kyle, who is our reference master. Oh, I could have brought a, a bunch of those and... toys down, too. I got a bunch of those, too. Oh, oh here we go. <laughs> I won't. What? I just,
0: not a lot. I can't probably pull <laughs> up in some form or another.
1: Well, that's true. And that's uh, the, the, one of the joys of nerdetry right there. Um, you, what do you guys think the attraction is to toys as opposed to just watching the show, reading the book, seeing the movie, why toys
0: to bring it with you to carry on the love of, and the enjoyment you get from the show, movie, cartoon, comic book, what have you, and extend it past that. If you watch it, so like- you get two hours of, yay, I'm in this world. But if you have the toy, you can watch, you know, play with it enjoy it, look at it. And you know, that expends, extends, extends. Yes. Extends. Extends. Extensories. <laughs> Extensorisha missions of, you know, the feeling you get from
1: insert property here. So more than a souvenir, it's bringing a piece of that world out from fantasy into reality. Yes. It's a musical reference there, but I'm, Life is just a fantasy. Can you no, that's not where live? I was going. No, it's not. Okay. No, so I was like also no hip
0: hoppy. Can't remember.
1: <laughs> Maybe uh, the early nineties. Mike, 90s. Mike how day. about you? Do you gain emotional attachment uh, to movie property toys, or is your experience different?
2: Uh, I like to buy toys to vote for the properties I like with my cash dollars, so that the people who own these properties remember that they're valuable and important and continue to make things with them. That
1: doesn't work, but it makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. So it's a strategy for you.
2: Yeah, it's a um, strategic.
1: Yeah, so you kind of you're voting for what you enjoy. You still enjoy the toy, but it's not because you're bringing a fantasy with you. It's because you want real people to know that. Other real people will spend real dollars. Please make more of this.
2: Yeah, I mean, I enjoy putting Lego together and taking Lego apart, but it's not like I act out little one-act plays and make them kiss with the Lego sets. It's uh, it's more of an adult. There we go. It's more of an adult sort of thing with me. It's a little more cynical, I guess. But I I like to think that that's still perfectly valid. Make them kiss, Kyle. Already did. <laughs> All right, great.
1: There we go. I've made Lionel and a Gargoyle kiss. I don't even know how that so rates on Saturday. the species, interspecies romance. Um, but uh, yeah, for me, just seeing uh, the dolls like immediately brings back all these memories. Uh, you know, and so when I they're up on the shelves normally, um, I don't spend a lot of time actually playing with the toys, but just seeing them, it's like having art that reminds you of something. But it's <laughs> Those noises Kyle is making is because he just showed us the blues mobile from the original uh blues brothers movie.
2: So if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, enjoy it. Sucks that. to be you.
1: <laughs> you should that. find the YouTubes like the children do. <laughs> and then the second noise was the Ecto one, uh, which from Ghostbusters, of course. God, I feel like Les Nesman. Having, I'm, I'm like subtitling <laughs> everything. <laughs> Today, we saw turkeys being thrown from a helicopter. Um, okay, as God so is my what, witness,
0: I swore turkeys. I thought turkeys could fly.
1: Thank you, Gordon. Jump. So what do you guys think of the topic, toys are just for kids, and the whole grow out of it mentality that seems to be aimed at all nerd joy?
0: Go fuck yourself.
1: Yeah, wow. shut up, dad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're not the boss of me. <laughs>
1: all right then. Strong opinions here. Um, I think we can all agree that uh, at some point or another, each of us has been told or asked, "When are you going to grow out of this? When, it, when are you going to leave this behind? When are you going to realize this isn't as important as you think it is? And I'm just really, really curious about that because why have we assigned an age group? To the enjoyment of you know nerd stuff. I mean, why are toys only for children?
0: No, I you can have my toys when they scrape me out of my bed.
1: What a visual! Uh, yeah, right?
0: Because I assume I'm just gonna die in there. It's kind of kind of rot and mildew and won't be found for a couple of weeks. I'll just have to kind of you know, scoot, yep, and do like a.
2: <laughs> I really enjoyed the Foley on that one. That was, that was great. <laughs>
1: mom uncle Oops. oh god good <laughs> lord we just lost all four mm. of our listeners uh,
2: <laughs> maybe we can tag this as an ASMR podcast
1: yeah absolutely
2: <laughs> stop it stop it <laughs> <what I'm> like. <laughs> gross uh, <laughs> stop. My, my misophonia no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh
1: Mike have you ever um you know ever run into this like i mean uh your wife she collects my little ponies yeah um so you probably don't receive a lot of censure uh God, no. from her no 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 uh, which is awesome because of course time and again we've all heard the story of uh the spouse or the significant other disapproving of somebody's collection um and wondering when it's gonna stop um, well,
2: in our house that's me because my wife has been coming home with squishmallows from the grocery store yeah, uh, gentle rain for a few months now. Oh. <laughs> and when, when she started going, I didn't buy one from today, the store today. Isn't that great? Uh, there, there, I, uh, I had an issue.
1: It <laughs> was it was issue. not
2: fair of me, and uh, I would like to apologize on record for that. But uh, <laughs> I actually did want to put my foot down a little. But she's buying oh. and selling them online, so no reason for me to to judge. It's just a lot of little little. Pillowy animals in our house now.
1: Uh and it's funny because you're both aware of your space, right? But the impulse to buy is huge, right? Like you can't you can't just turn off loving something, even when there's practical uh, matters.
2: It, it, it heard me talk about it.
1: <laughs> oh, there we go. There's a cute little marshmallow. Look how squishy don't it encourage is. it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin says, "Kyle's dead. We're gonna need a bigger garbage bag." Wow. Okay then. <laughs> you need to knock out a wall of that basement when
2: Kyle dies. Oh well, wow! Yeah. Holy, okay, all so... out the toys.
1: <laughs> oh, the toys. For oh okay. himself, he's not that big. Okay, I was gonna say, I'm not gonna okay. point the fat guy finger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think That's not okay. Kid. Some fat beardo. Oh my god. <laughs> More (laughs) More fun for the people listening without the video. (laughs) All right, so show and tell. Uh, Mike showed TARDIS. Um, I showed uh, my Star Trek. You guys, there we go. But just to make fanboys angry, I also have a lightsaber. There we go. Fanboys do hate Star Wars. Uh, No, but actually a lot of the Star Wars fans do, (laughs) but this is the thing I don't get, right? Why are you only allowed to like one thing? I love Star Wars. I love Star Trek. Why is there a division? Why does one have to be better than the other? Why can't we just love all the things we love? So often on Facebook, I see uh, those memes, you know, where it's like, you have to get rid of one. You know, and it's like Marvel or DC Comics or Star Trek or Star Wars or whatever. And I'm like, why? Why do I have to get rid of one? I'm not going to. I'm going to love well, all of
0: it. Technically, because they want you to say you like one or the other so they can target the marketing at you better.
1: But, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. Um, but, but that's why I always actually comment instead of just clicking. You're a sack, but you can't own me. <laughs> I'm not going to be your caged bird. <laughs> Kyle is quoting from what he's reading <laughs> on Mike's screen. Just so you know, he's not actually having a meltdown. Well Sorry for
0: distracting you, Kyle. Let's let's not make assumptions.
1: <laughs> this week but, on uh, ADHD the podcast. Yeah, but this is the thing, though. Like fandom has become so divided, uh, where if you like one thing, you must therefore hate another thing. And I've never subscribed to that. I've never believed in that. Um, well, Star to- Wars sucks though. Oh, here we go. <laughs> But there used to be fun conversations, um, you know, where uh, you'd say, oh, I, like- I think Star Trek's better than Star Wars. And everyone would join in the conversation and it would be lively, but no one would ever call you an asshole. Whereas now death threats are the norm if you say you like one thing, but not another. Um, Justin actually makes a very interesting comment here. Uh, Humans are hardwired to compete. I don't think that's wrong. Um, I think that uh, when we feel a certain amount of threat, maybe if we say we like something and someone says they like something else, uh, maybe we feel a strong desire to convince them that it's okay to like our thing too because we need to feel validated. But... uh, at the end of the day, I just want my toys. <laughs> I want both my Star Trek phaser and my Star Wars lightsaber. They also seem hardwired to rank things, I just uh,
2: found. Like, you see a lot of things, like, which are the top ten doctors, or which episodes were the best ranked one to five? Like, there's that uh, desire to quantify? For some reason. Yeah. 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 And I think that's a large part of it, too. Is Star Wars better than Battlestar Atlantis? Where does Star Trek fall on that list? Uh, and um, I find that to be, uh, well, it, it's reductive, I think. I I also want to enjoy all the things, not just some of the things. Yeah. And I don't know why people find the need to fight one against the other.
1: But I find things like top 10 lists very fascinating. Like, I, I will always read a top 10 list because I want to know what the criteria are. I want to know where, where did you get this from? It's never scientific. You know, it's always... Um, you know, either put together by a fan, or as Kyle said, um, you know by marketing people to see where you're you're going to spend your dollars um, but i I kind of like those uh, quizzes or uh, lists you know just to see what 's out there and and maybe see what other people are thinking um, that that 's what interests me let 's see there 's another toy we haven 't really discussed yet, and yet everybody has it these days. Kyle, beat me to it. (laughs) I don't know. Wow. You you both bought dildos immediately. Fantastic. I I could have gone with Fleshlight, but you know, we're supposed to be PG, right?
2: Yeah. Also, they don't pay us. They're not a
0: subscriber. Don't name them. But if (laughs) if Fleshlight would like to sponsor the show, contact us and we will arrange sponsorship. I can't
1: even protest because if that happened, it would be hilarious. <laughs> but what I was going to say Two was... Two gargoyles brought to you by flashlight. Your cell phone. Cell phones are so customizable. You can actually have all your... Oh, we lost Mike. We lost Mike. Oh. Did we? Did we? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. oh, I can hear you, Mike, but I can't see you. Oh. Now I now can see you. Back. My bad. But your cell phone is customizable. You can personalize it. You can put any app you want on it. Uh, mine can make Star Trek and Star Wars In fact, my background right now is the Millennium Falcon hallway. That's what's uh, on mine. And you never see people not on their phone anymore. Talk mine about a Dr. toy. Maldi?
0: Oh, there we go. Oh, see Me with Great. the doctor. And oh,
1: Kyle actually met the doctor and gave him a poster. Was it was at that- my table. Okay. I didn't even go to him. He came to me. That's true. That happened. I was there. Um, but, but yeah. I also
0: have, you know, Jesus spanking Betty Page. So, But that's a whole separate conversation.
1: Is it though? I should
0: probably have with somebody. <laughs> anyway.
2: But I'm yeah. sorry
1: you were saying. <laughs> uh, talk about the new, the newest toy. Um, people love their cell phones. They are very attached to them. They are very intrigued by them. Um you know, I have. But they do not
0: of- wash them enough, and make sure they get any diseases off of them.
1: That's true. Wash your hands and polish your cell phone. That's not a euphemism. Creepy, eerie silence follows. Yes,
2: what were you saying, Michael, about <laughs> cell
1: phones? I was saying they are toys. <laughs> That's really what they are. I mean, oh. they're useful, uh, but everybody, you know, uses them. All the time and it's not just for practical reasons Um, it's our personalities that we have customized into them Uh, they're like a kind of imaginary friend because you're always be able to connect with them Um, and they also do keep you connected to your other friends in a virtual way Um, I would argue that they're very much like the toys like our you know our little friendly people here as I waggle lion at the camera Um, (laughs)
0: But my GI Joes don't remind me to take my medication.
1: Don't they, though? Don't they?
0: Sometimes, but that's only because I haven't taken my medication.
1: There we go. (laughs) Well, that's uh, all we have, I think, for today, ladies and gentlemen. Um, So uh, tune in again next time when you'll hear Dr. Bob say... Shoot, I was really hoping Kyle would jump <laughs> on that. Oh,
2: Man. the one time Kyle's well, supposed to interrupt and he doesn't. I was
0: grab actually it. waiting. I assumed Mike was gonna grab it, so I left it open. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in again next time when you'll hear Dr. Bob say, I don't know, something, something inappropriate.
1: I want you to know that I hate you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Something this involving is a, a penis Garg. or something? I don't know. Shut up. Please. This has been the Two Cards stream podcast. Your hosts have been me, Michael McAdam. Me, Kyle Burles. And me, Mike Rieger. Excellent. And if you want to help us succeed, here's what you can do. If you're watching this on Facebook, give us some thumbs ups. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that like button and subscribe down below. And if you're listening on iTunes, please give us a five-star review. We know we don't deserve it, but we want one anyway. Thanks very much Go for tuning in. Feel free to give in. us a really shitty review, just as long as you hit the five stars, because that'll make us rate higher on iTunes. He's not wrong, ladies and gentlemen. And I still have not used any of this time to look up our theme. So <laughs> with we'll just we'll just hum something as we end the broadcast.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye everybody. <laughs>